Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of Factor V Leiden mutation from the hematology section on MedBullets.com. Let's begin this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 25-year-old Caucasian woman presents with her right calf larger than her left. She was recently started on oral contraceptive pills as birth control. She denies any long train rides or plane rides in the past few weeks. A Doppler reveals a DVT in her right leg. She is started on low molecular weight heparin. On further questioning, she reveals that she has had two spontaneous miscarriages. Her family history also includes multiple relatives with unprovoked DVTs. This is a case of Factor V Leiden mutation. Let's now get into the topic. Let's begin with an introduction about this topic. Factor V Leiden is a hypercoagulable state or thrombophilia from mutated Factor V. In terms of the genetics, this condition involves Factor V Leiden mutation. It involves a mutation from guanine to adenine at nucleotide position 1691 or G1691A, which causes an amino acid change from arginine to glutamine at amino acid position 506 or ARG506GLN. This is an incomplete autosomal dominant condition. With respect to the epidemiology, it is the most common cause of inherited hypercoagulable states. It is most common in Caucasians. Let's now discuss the pathogenesis of Factor V Leiden mutation. In terms of a review of the anticoagulation pathway, protein C with protein S as a cofactor inactivates factors 5 and 8. A mutated factor 5 lacks the cleavage site for activated protein C. Factor 5 remains active in the coagulation pathway. This causes defective anticoagulation and thrombosis. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation including symptoms of factor 5 Leiden mutation. Symptoms include recurrent DVTs, DVTs that begin at a young age, and pulmonary embolisms. In terms of diagnostic evaluation, the diagnosis is made using activated protein C resistance assay or factor V Leiden-specific functional assay. If positive, you would confirm this with DNA testing. This condition involves normal PT and normal PTT. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the main differentials to keep in mind here are protein C and S deficiency, malignancy, HIT, antiphospholipid syndrome, and antithrombin deficiency. The treatment involves antithrombolytics as needed for thrombosis. This regimen typically involves low molecular weight heparin bridge to warfarin. Let's now discuss the prognosis, prevention, and complications of factor V Leiden mutation. In terms of the prognosis, mortality is not affected. In terms of prevention, you would want to avoid external causes of hypercoagulability including OCPs and hormone replacement therapy and complications include miscarriage and thrombosis. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 35-year-old Caucasian woman presents to the emergency room with unilateral leg swelling. She reports that she developed painful left-sided leg swelling and redness earlier in the day. She is otherwise healthy and takes no medications. She denies any recent prolonged travel. She experienced a similar episode affecting the opposite leg one year ago and was diagnosed with a thrombus in the right femoral vein. On examination, the left leg is erythematous and swollen. 
passive dorsiflexion of the left ankle elicits pain in the left calf. Ultrasound of the leg reveals a thrombus in the left popliteal vein. A genetic workup reveals that she has an inherited condition. What is the most likely pathophysiology of this patient's condition? 1. Elevated serum homocysteine 2. Thrombin inhibitor deficiency 3. Deficiency in protein C 4. Autoantibodies directed against phospholipids or 5. Resistance to clotting factor degradation And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, resistance to clotting factor degradation. The most likely diagnosis in this patient is an unprovoked DVT or deep venous thrombosis due to inherited factor V Leiden mutation. The factor V Leiden mutation creates a hypercoagulable state by producing a mutant factor V that is resistant to degradation by activated protein C. Remember, factor V Leiden is the most common inherited thrombophilia among Caucasians. It classically presents with recurrent unprovoked DVTs in otherwise healthy Caucasian individuals in their 20s and 30s. Normally, protein C degrades activated factors 5 and 8 to slow the coagulation cascade. The factor 5 Leiden mutation is a point mutation, namely ARG506GLN, that impairs inactivation of factor 5 by protein C. This subsequently leads to excess activated factor V, unregulated prothrombin activation, and a hypercoagulable state. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, hyperhomocysteinemia is associated with an increased risk of thrombotic events. Multiple mechanisms have been proposed for the association between homocysteine and thrombosis including elevated tissue factor expression, impaired anticoagulant activity, and enhanced platelet activation. Answer choice 2. Antithrombin 3 is an endogenous anticoagulant that regulates the coagulation cascade by inactivating multiple clotting factors including 10A and 2A. Antithrombin 3 deficiency is a rare inherited cause of recurrent venous thrombosis, pulmonary embolism, and intrauterine fetal death. Answer choice 3, protein C and S are endogenous anticoagulants that regulate the coagulation cascade by degrading factors 5 and 8. Deficiencies in either protein will lead to a prothrombotic state. And finally, answer choice 4, antiphospholipid antibody syndrome or APLS is an autoimmune condition characterized by recurrent arterial and venous thrombi as well as recurrent miscarriages. It occurs due to the presence of antibodies directed against phospholipids on plasma membranes. In summary, factor V Leiden thrombophilia is the most common inherited cause of hypercoagulability. It is caused by a point mutation in factor V, which renders it resistant to degradation by protein C. And that's all for this review about factor V Leiden. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content.
Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.